Welcome to another episode of John Michael's Rockbox, a podcast that showcases extremely amazing talent from around the world. I'm your host, John Michael. On today's show, all right, welcome to John Michael's Rockbox podcast. And today, uh, you know, I'm going to start off just by reading just uh, the beginning of this bio. A career spanning over 37 years, comedy veteran Brad Upton is just getting started. I got now right there by itself, Brad. You know, you look at yep. that and you go like, "Wow, what's this guy done?" But I've seen your comedy. Your comedy's fabulous, and uh, so welcome. It's good to have you along with us today. And uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, the last day of November, my friend. Christmas is around wow. the corner. Man, what happens? Fall <laughs> disappears, man. It's so it's unbelievable. It's like summer and then bang, Christmas. <laughs> I know. Seriously. I mean, because we just finished eating a bunch of stuff, right? The Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, now it's the end of November. Uh, tomorrow, the beginning of December. And Brad has got a show to celebrate the last day of November over at the Improv in San Jose, which is going to be fabulous, my friend. How long? So, so 37 years out there touring and, and doing comedy. And you know, it's is it just nonstop? You just find stuff to talk about all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I've been touring forever. Um, people, a lot of people have just discovered me. Think I'm new, and I go, oh, I've been around forever. <laughs> I've, I've had a I've had a pretty nice career up until everybody discovered me. So um, yeah, it's nonstop travel. I'm traveling more now probably than ever, but I've always traveled a lot. Yeah, that's what we do as entertainers. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, going around and, and constantly getting on a flight or something, right? So uh, Yeah, people always go, doesn't that stress you out? I go, no, because I do it all the time. And if so people only go to the airport once a year, it's stressful. <laughs> yeah. But if you go twice a week, it's just what you do. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's like, I guess, commuter traffic for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! So Brad, married, all that stuff. Yeah, thirty-seven years. Uh, let's see, it'll be thirty-seven in March. Got two kids, both in their late twenties. Goodness, my goodness! And then, yeah. and then that kind of schedule. Do you get to bring the family along with you every once in a while? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, you know, when I was when they were younger, I took them on a couple of cruises. Uh, that was fun. Took them on a couple of cruise ship gigs. And, uh, even now that now when they're older, it's easier. They can pick and choose when they want to meet me somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's always kind of cool. And that's, my wife, yeah. About to retire. So she's going to start going with me to the cool places. <laughs> and now she gets to pick. I remember that place, Brad, let's go. I want to go with you to that gig. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, my girlfriend does kind of the same thing when I do, uh, cause I, I drum for these bands and so she, she uh, mostly comes, but likes to pick and choose. And well, you know, oh, right. I remember that place. No, do you mind if I don't go? <laughs> right. Yeah. No. And my, you know, my wife's seen the act more than once. <laughs> but your act is good. It's funny. If, if I got to tell you, those who, and thank you for all of you who are listening today. If you've never seen Brad Upton's comedy, you, you know, thank goodness for all the social media out there, including yeah, absolutely. YouTube which YouTube is just making uh, people's lives. And it's particular when you're an entertainer. Uh, oh, yeah. You get to showcase changed, all this stuff. It changed the whole, uh, what's the, the whole model. Yes, absolutely did. I mean, you know, you, yeah. don't, you don't even need the record companies, for instance, for a musician anymore. If 
No. You go out there and you just social media yourself to death, you know, you can take care of your own, be your own record industry. Yep, exactly. And a lot of people have blown up that way. Yeah. And so I would imagine for comedy, it's it's no different, right? No, that's right. And I have a, I have a manager and an agent now, and I never had one for 37, <laughs> eight years. And then when I started selling tickets, all of a sudden they showed up like, hey, we can help you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, where have you been the last thirty eight years? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Isn't that funny how that works? How you you've been yeah. out there and you and you make it happen on your own, and all of a sudden you get to the point where people are noticing you more. I mean, more than right. I guess you know that these guys and managers and stuff will come up to you finally and say, "Hey, you know, I'm your guy or your girl." Yeah, no, that's right. And then they can say, "Oh, well, let's take twenty percent of this." <laughs> okay, but you gotta. You got to increase my income by more than 20%. Amen to that. So that dry bar comedy, which, you know, is um, I stumbled across that purely by accident, really. I've been uh, interviewing a lot of uh, the comedians that come through the San Jose Improv. And thanks to those guys for uh, giving me these great opportunities. But I did stumble across dry bar, which you've been a part of for a while. How did you like doing dry bar comedy? I loved it. And I was one of the very first guys to do it. And uh, that's what blew up was the dry bar clip. And they will tell you not that these aren't my words, but they will tell you that I, that I kind of put them on the map. They, uh, uh, when my first video about millennials blew up, all of a sudden people found Drybar and their followers uh, discovered them when they discovered me. Oh, right. I am the only member, actually. They put me in the Drybar Comedy Hall of Fame, and I'm the only member. <laughs> Gotta love that. Yeah, it's not worth anything, but I got a nice plaque. I was going to say that hopefully they gave you a plaque at least. They gave me a plaque. Yes, they did. Oh, see, there it is. And and I got to tell you, for those of you listening, uh, uh, Brad Upton has got a show at the uh, San Jose Improv. It's a eight o'clock show and you can get your tickets at uh, improv.com slash San Jose. And uh, you don't want to miss Brad because, you know, Brad, going to a live comedy, which a lot of people, I, I you know, you need to talk to people haven't really ever been to a live comedy show, which is completely different than watching it on, on social media or TV or whatever. Um, it's like going I to, would. it's like going to a ball game for the first time you see it on TV right. and then you step out there and you're just like, Whoa, wow. I would a hundred percent agree. I'm surprised how many people still show up and go, well, this is my first ever live comedy. I'm like, how's that possible? <laughs> but it is live comedy is way better live than it is watching it on, uh, watching it on a screen. I mean, you're in a crowd and laughter is infectious and the energy is there. It's way better live than it is watching on a screen. Oh, I love live comedy, you know, because you become part of the crowd and, and you get to you know, sit there and belt out your laugh as, as loud as you want. And everybody cheers right. that on, you know, and, and then of course, and I always ask this of all the comedians that I get to talk to, uh, when you deal with hecklers, do you have a lot of those? Well, I kind of ignore them. Uh, I don't have a lot of them. Um, uh, and when I was started, I was teaching fourth grade when I, when I, before I got into comedy. Oh, yeah. And I realized very quickly that a heckler is just like an obnoxious 10-year-old. Oh. And they just want some attention. And the way you deal with it as a teacher is ignore it. Don't oh. reward the behavior. So uh, when somebody <laughs> starts chirping at me a little bit or trying to say something or trying to participate or getting me to respond, 
I ignore it at first. Right. And generally they kind of like, oh, I'm not getting any response from this guy. And they shut up. <laughs> I love, my girlfriend's going to love that when she finds out you were a teacher. because She was a, a third grade teacher herself. So she'll, she'll sit there and go like, yeah, he's right. I can hear oh, it already. I, still do, I just resurrected some old teacher material and wrote some new stuff. So oh. I'm sure she'd like it. She's going to love it. And I was telling her this morning that I have an interview with Brad Upton. She goes, I know that name. And I go, yeah, you got to check it out. Go YouTube him or something like that. And so now when she's, uh, I'll see her in just a little while. I'll tell her, you, you know, you was a fourth grade teacher. Really? And seven then, years. Seven <laughs> years. <laughs> How'd you love doing that? Uh, I like doing it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. But yeah. I, had, I had a desire to try stand up and uh when i did it the first time it went well and within two years i quit teaching and i've been doing it ever since wow because you know brad uh stand-up comedy is not for everybody i mean you can't just be a, com- a comedian no that's right wow. people go uh, all the time they go what's that weird going from teaching fourth grade to doing stand-up i go entertaining a room full of drunks and a bunch of 10 year olds the same job <laughs> <laughs> the exact same skill set. <laughs> I can see how that's true. Yeah. I honestly can. Holy moly. You got people, I mean, you're trying to get everybody to, it's, you know, teaching and doing stand-up, you're trying to get everybody to pay attention. You're trying to get everybody focused. You get somebody over here that's acting up or disruptive, and then there's, you know, somebody in the back's talking and somebody in the back's not paying attention. It's the exact same thing. Wow. Wow. I never thought of it that way, but I could see yeah. how that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, you've got your, your skit lined up, I'm sure, when you go out and do yours, which, uh, what is it generally, um, like an hour, hour 30? Yeah, I do about 70, 75 minutes. Yeah. So, it, and then you get those fabulous people who are out there and they become part of your act. Do they, you incorporate people in there? Say like, uh, no, no, I don't talk to the audience much. Um, that can go sideways. Yeah. There's, uh, I've done it and uh, I do it on occasion, but, uh, it can also, it can also get uncomfortable sometimes right. or bring the, bring the momentum down. There's some guys that's part of their act and they right. do it. They do it very well. But, uh, I, I try not to talk to them much. Yeah. You kind of got to stay in your comfort zone. What's good for you. That makes it really good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. That makes sense. And going out there. How do you rehearse, uh, Brad? Do you, do you just do it in front of a mirror? You'd... No, I mean, after this long, I, I did a brand new bit last night that I'd never done before. And I just kind of run it through my head a number of times to where I think I like it. And then I think, oh, I'm going to have to spit it out here on stage live tonight. So I stumble through it. A couple. I'll do it again tonight for the second time ever. Yeah. But um, I write a set list before I get on stage, a list of words that are just cues to myself. Right. And uh, I'll look at that before I go on stage. Most comics do that. Yeah. I'll, I, you know, because I was going to say, Brad, you, you got to have just as this extreme memory to know 70 minutes worth of material. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. I mean, if you think about talking nonstop for 70 minutes, yeah. I don't know how much that is typewritten. Uh, it's a lot of material. It is a lot of material. I mean, to sit there and, and granted, you know, you might veer off a little bit, but really you're staying, oh, absolutely. You're, you're staying general, right? So, yeah. And you can make a thousand, thousand different, uh, 
calls on the moment. It's like calling an audible where you just decide I'm going to go this way, this way, speed it up, slow it down, louder, softer. Right. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's not just sitting there talking it, uh, you know, you've got a, your facial expressions, your hand, your hand gestures, and and all, everything is incorporated into being a comedian. And oh my goodness, I just and you know, I I look at that and I think you know, just just to do that long of a time and remember everything. And, and right, exactly. Goodness gracious, you know. The, and the beauty of stand up, of course, is it's supposed to look easy. Yeah. That's why. That's why people go, oh, he's just up there talking. How hard can that be? Yeah. Give it a shot. Go ahead and try. Oh, so, you know, any, uh, well, with that being said, if somebody's sitting here listening, and I'm sure they are, uh, and thinking, maybe I'll try stand-up. you have any little tips you can give somebody if they want to venture out? Uh, Go to an open mic and, and watch it. Don't sign up. Don't go up. Just watch an open mic two or three times, and you'll see some really awful people go up and you'll go, Oh, I can't be that bad. So I won't be the worst guy. Cause when you go up for the very first time, you think, Oh, I'm probably the worst person here. Uh, you probably won't be. There's some bad people at an open mic, but watch a couple of them before you try it. And what, and an open mic is what? Five minutes ish. Uh, maybe three Three. nowadays, three nowadays, which first time you're on stage, it feels like a long time. I would imagine it does. When I first got on stage, I did five minutes and it seemed like a long set. And now I'm like, Oh, that's so fast. <laughs> do, you, do you blow through your shows like in 70 minutes and go like, that's over. It's it. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I'll get toward the end and go, wow, time to wrap up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but walk- sometimes you'll get there and go, when does this end? Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, as an entertainer, everybody has those days. I, 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 we just did, um, uh, we played at a show at a new venue uh, recently. And one of the hours, we did three sets. And one of the mm-hmm. hours was just, it was just, it, and you look at your clock thinking, when is it in time for break? And it's still right. 20 minutes to go. And you think 20 minutes feels like we played 45 already. Right. Yeah, you but know? you know what? I keep, you always tell yourself, I get paid the same. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good show, bad show. It pays the same. Yeah. And you know, is it, does it make a difference for you if it's a large crowd or a small crowd? Uh, you know what? A crowd, a small crowd can be a lot of fun Yeah, and a big crowd can go, you're like, Oh, they're kind of stiff. Um, uh-huh. so a big crowd can be fantastic and it's different to work a big crowd than a small crowd, but a small crowd, you know, 17, 18 people can be as much fun as 4,000. I would imagine I could see, I I could see how that could be true. Yeah. Any, any favorite places that you like to uh, to perform? Well, that's a good question. (laughs) Uh, cause I've, I've been lucky enough to perform in some really nice places. I've been opening for Johnny Mathis for 16 years. Wow. So I've been in all kinds of beautiful performing arts centers and theaters. And I opened for Joan Rivers for a number of times. Same thing. Nice theaters. <clears throat> um, I don't know if I could pick a very favorite. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you have. I've just been very fortunate. I know that. Yeah. Well, the list of people that you've opened up for is huge, including Dolly Parton and uh, yeah. Jeff Foxworthy and Kenny Rogers. My goodness. 
you know, yeah. opening for my people like that. That's got to be kind of cool. I mean, uh, you get to meet these people and, you know, and, and did, is any of them uh, like starstruck you? <laughs> uh, you mean starstruck me? Yeah. Well, you meet uh, them and you're like, oh, my goodness, you're Dolly Parton. You know. Uh, not really. I'll tell you who starstruck me. I met Willie Mays. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> so that that a baseball player, and I was like, "Oh crap, it's Willie Mays!" Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> well, but I... entertainer-wise, I'm not. But yeah, that's that's kind of funny for me. You're like, oh, it's Willie Mays. It's Willie Mays. What do I say? <laughs> what do I do? Oh, it's Willie Mays. <laughs> Dude, you're but most of all the people I've, all the stars I've worked with and met, they're all pretty decent. I can't think anybody off the top of my head that's like, "What an ass." Yeah, you know, you hate to have to hear those stories, especially if they exist, but I'm sure uh, I haven't met them. Well, thank goodness for that. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, because, you know, I, I've I've heard uh, some stories, you know, horror stories about some people and you're like, oh, great. You know, I've actually um, I had a, an encounter with a, a group uh, where it wasn't really their intention to be uh standoffish but you know they were really trying to stay healthy so they kind of had to stay away from people because it was, right. was taking care of their singing voices and they still had a big tour to finish and so to be kind of careful they have to really separate themselves from interaction i mean clo right. close interaction so and you know once you find out the reason why then you're like okay they weren't really as much of an ass as i thought it's i can understand why uh, that they right. had to back off, but you know, you got to really know the whole story before you sit there and pass judgment about somebody on yeah. and their tours. Cause well, you know, you run out and I'm sure you meet a lot of people that want to say, Brad, Brad, man, I love you, Brad. Oh, uh, it's funny now because, you know, as a comic, people feel like they know you and they do kind of know you Yeah, uh, because they've seen your couple of specials. They've seen seen you do 90 minutes of material. And when I go to places, it's, People are always asking, hey, you want to get together and have lunch or have a beer? And I'm like, no, you're a stranger. I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. But they know me. You yeah. know what I mean? They feel like they know me. I do. I thought, uh, well, maybe you're nuts. And I don't want to spend an hour with you. But uh, it's nice when they do that. Yeah. But, yeah. but I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what if you're weird? Yeah. And then, yeah, just, no, it'd be better. Trust me, it'd be better if we don't. And, you know, when I'm on the road, it's a business trip and I'm in town to do a show and I'm not going to go out and hang out and be a tourist. I'm there to do a show. So I'm check in and take a nap and iron my clothes, and get ready for the show. Yeah. And then pack up and get ready for your next one, right? Exactly. And where do you head off after uh, San Jose? Uh, Sunday night, I go down to Brea, uh, Southern California, and I have a show at the Brea Improv. And then the week after that, I have a couple of shows in New Hampshire in a couple of theaters. Wow. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I'm jumping all over the place. Sounds like you are. Where can people find you, Brad, online? BradUpton.com. It's got my, uh, at, it's got my uh, schedule and all my merch. I, I now have merch. Hey, gotta but love that. You just go to, yeah, if you go to YouTube and put in Brad Upton, both my specials will pop up. 
I like that. That's cool. I, I know, you know, Brad, I think um, if somebody hasn't heard of you yet, which is beyond me, uh, and they listen to this and we'll check you out, I think you will have a resurgence of more fans, which I'm sure. Wow, that's great. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, uh, millions of views on your platforms is not, is freaking awesome. And, you know, why not a few hundred million more? You know? I would agree. I think that's a wonderful advice. Yeah. So has YouTube given you any plaques yet for, for all those people that have been <laughs> no, watching? No, no Hall of Fame. Not yet. No, only only uh only dry bar. Oh. Let's see. YouTube, if you're listening, dry bar yeah. is taking care of their guy. You, I think maybe Facebook, you should do the same. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta love it. You're all over the place. That is just fabulous. Brad Upton is uh again at the uh, San Jose Improv. And to find out more information and get tickets, it is improv.com slash San Jose. And again, Brad, uh, uh, your your website? BradHupton.com. There it is. Simple. And yep. uh, go search Brad. Find out all the stuff he's doing, where he's going to go, where he's going to be. And maybe maybe we'll see you back around. When do you think you'll come back to this area? Uh, I don't know. Uh, probably a year, maybe. Yeah. Well, but I might also disappear. <laughs> in a year or so yeah. i might just go i'm all done i'm done i'm had enough yeah. my wife's retiring i think i'll retire and we'll just go exactly we'll go cruise or something like that yep. which well there you go i mean why not brad you've done you're done fabulous job 37 years i get people on my website going oh i'm sorry i missed you i'll i'll see you next time you're in town i go next time i have heart disease <laughs> yeah don't wait don't wait you should come now and yeah right there you go get up to his show go see brad uh before he decides he wants to retire because you'll be that's right you're just gonna have to live on youtube videos which youtube again you better listen youtube give brad his plaque (laughs) 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 so brad thanks man i appreciate your time buddy I appreciate you having me on. Thanks, yeah, man. Take absolutely, care. absolutely. We look forward to seeing you at the uh, one of these shows you're going to be at. And trust me, I'll catch you. I'll catch you. All right. Yeah, don't wait. I have not, heart disease. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to wait. All <laughs> Brad, right, man. Brad Upton, thank you, my friend. Take care. All, All right. right. See you. Bye-bye. John Michael's Rockbox would like to welcome our new sponsor, J.L. Wood Wines. J.L. Wood, makers of luxury Chardonnay, Nouveau Chardonnay, which is a modern take on Chardonnay, fresh and novel. The wine presents amazing tropical and citrus fruit flavors balanced with refreshing crispness. No Oak Chardonnay is an uncluttered and clear expression of fruit and balanced acidity with a signature long finish. And Premier Chardonnay, sophisticated, smooth, and nuanced with a long signature finish. And for more information, visit jlwoodwine.com. That's jlwoodwine.com. Ask for it by name at your favorite restaurant or wherever you buy fine wine. JL Wood Luxury Chardonnay. A big thank you to today's guest and also to all those who helped keep John Michael's Rock Box alive. Business manager, Leslie Schneider. Audio and video editors, Andrew Kolesh and Jim Bozo. Stylist, Michelle Best. And mostly a big heartfelt thanks to you for joining us today. Because without you, we wouldn't be. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share, share, share. And until the next time, God bless you. I'm your host, John Michael.